man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. And take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. All right, welcome back, regulators. It is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 live, or live podcast recording available to you on all the podcast platforms out there, 24-7-365. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com or just type in the Outdoor Zone into your podcast platform. I was watching a guy do it the other day. We were we were just checking to see what platforms that it was on. It's crazy. This uh, You can listen to us from all over the place. My name is TJ Graney. I'm your host in the bunkhouse with me is Beef Steak. Oh, yeah. The Beef. Cody Ryan's on the road listening to us right now. I think he's in Tennessee driving down the road. Shout out to Cody Ryan and Nicole and sailor sailor <laughs> is your grand your granddaughter says, hi i love you i love you. i can't believe the and, other day uh, i was called you and you wouldn't pick up the phone and then he came back and said well i was on a, a live facetime with my granddaughter at 7 a.m and uh, i got i got bumped yeah <laughs> no <laughs> doubt uh it's funny um so and uh yeah, so, and Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here ahead of us, gets the gate open, gets the old pot belly stove fired up, gets the wires twisted together and the foil on the coat hanger outside that gets us to you, the regulators, the ones that we get up for to hang out around the campfire, around the pot belly stove and chat with every week. So thank you for that. Hey, one of the things that I absolutely uh, love when I first started uh kind of my my private personal fishing uh learning how to fish and beginning to fish i used to uh started out wade fishing i learned how to wade fish i lived down near the coast didn't do much bass fishing didn't understand it but i went down to the coast and really kind of along the texas city shoreline and um, didn't know much about rockport in that area um, mostly I was in the, and, and some other Bay areas like, um, Kima and, um, those kind of places. But, um, but then I started going to Rockport and, uh, and now we have our official guide for the outdoor zone down there in the Rockport area. It's captain Gordon Taylor. And I wanted to get him on the radio with us and, 
get him on the on the podcast with us and talk about this uh, this time of year down there. It seems like oh man, it would be freezing, but uh, but there's some good fish getting caught if you can get out there and the wind doesn't take you out. So Captain Gordon Taylor, are you with us? Hello. I think the weather may have uh, blew him off. Blew, blew the antenna down. <laughs> there we go. Hey, good right there now. he is. I hear him. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so here. Is this, I'm here. Is this the retired uh, former forty-year uh, employee retired to fishing and cooking and driving us all nuts by your Facebook <laughs> post with? Food, the food that you're cooking every day. Oh yes, I'm. I'm more than happy to do that to all you guys. I tell you, show you fishing pictures and food, no doubt. <laughs> well, I love it. And uh, but, Gordon, uh, how is the how is the fishing down there? I think the last time you and I talked, it's like the wind it bloweth through the valley there, and it's it can get really stout right now. Oh, yes, yes. It's uh, been one of the strangest winters I've ever seen. I know last year we had that major freeze, but, you know, we were done after that. But this year, God, you get maybe two pretty days, and then, oh, here we are, stuck in a pattern where it's cold, blowing, nasty, rainy. It's just nasty. And I'll tell you what, I'd go out there if somebody wants to go, but I can't find anybody that wants to wants to get out there because this is the time of year where you get out there and you can catch that trophy trout. I'm telling you, well, while you can catch a trophy trout. Is this, uh, is this, uh, wade fishing you're talking about? You're talking about wading around, right? Throwing like a good Zara spook or some kind of big top water or what are you talking about? Well, we've been getting out there with some small little suspending lures or soft plastic right now and that seems to be doing the trick especially on a day like today where it's just nasty and cold and but if you bundle up <laughs> and you bail out of the boat which people think you're crazy <laughs> for doing that this time of year but bail out of the boat and slowly wade and you can catch some really really nice fish no doubt well and a big chunk of that's just ponying up to get out there and do that um mm -hmm. and and a good set of waders oh yeah boy i'll tell you what that's there's nothing like a good pair of waders for sure and you know dressing and layers also but uh the worst thing you can ever have is feel that slow little leak get started when you're out there no doubt <laughs> <laughs> been there done that that's my standard that's the standard model of waders that I wear. So, uh, when this time of year, so are the, do the trout spawn? Are they doing the same thing that a largemouth bass does is this now's when they're spawning and dropping their eggs and everything's going nuts with the, with the trout coming in. Are they coming in shallow? What is, what it goes on with them right now? Well, that just depends on the weather. I mean, I know for years, I always thought that the trout were out deep because it's cold. But when you get a day like today, I would be fishing deep. But there are some up tight against the shoreline. And those are usually the, the real big sow trout. 
And when you get the sun finally out, the best spots are going to be shallow, which most people think that it's cold water, so they're still going to be deep. But nope, that water up towards the shore is warming up faster than the water is deep. So that's where they go up there. Just to, But, you know, you, won't, you only get a chance for just a handful of bites, but you better make them count because more times than any, it is big trout up there, no doubt. So now you and I talked a little bit about um, the new rules and regulations, and I, and I tried touching on it last, um, last hour on what's going on and how the reg- rules and regulations, how we need to watch them. And <clears throat> my, uh, my notes weren't real good on the stuff that we talked about, but there's so much on there. And a lot of it has to do with, um, with fishing along the coast and, or, or some of it anyway. And there's, and they've, they've talked about um, the restrictions on the uh, amount of trout you can keep now because of the, uh, because of the freeze last year. And what are you seeing as far as um, the effects of the freeze on the fish in the area that you're fishing? Well, that's a touchy subject in this area. But my personal belief and experience being out there, I really don't see the need in changing it to three trout between 17 and 23. Um, I think they ought to keep it at five. I really do because there is a ton of trout out there. I mean, my last few trips out there, we have been using soft plastics and the suspending lures, like I said, and each one of my anglers that's out there waiting is catching 80 to 100 trout apiece easily. And uh, granted, they're not all keepers. There's a lot of small ones. But I just think that the trout have made a really nice rebound. And, uh, you know, like they say, nature takes care of itself. And there's plenty of trout. I think the biggest key to this whole controversy it's just education. I've got anglers, you know, you have all the, some anglers who want to go out there and just, you know, kill, kill, let's fill the box and all this. But, you know, you get out there and you educate the people because you get right now, you can keep a trout 25 inches or better one fish per angler per day. And I have my groups that, we talk about it. We take a picture. I tell them, just take a picture and let's throw that big guy back or big girl back. And it seems to work. It's just that education piece that these are the breeders. Let's put them back. Let me take a nice picture of you. I'm going to give it to you, send it to you. And um, they seem to do that. And I just don't see the need in throwing 15 and 16 inch trout back when I'm seeing dolphin just eat every one you throw back, it seems like. Because they're they're around and they're out there and they're feeding on those smaller trout that you could have given these guys their five trout limit instead of just feeding the dolphin, which killed them anyway. So I, I just think it's the education piece, really do. Well, I, I think it's so in different parts of the bay are affected differently from this. And I'm I actually talked to you and my good friend, David Sykes, and we're going to try and get him on the show to talk about just rules and regulations and, 
some of the stuff going on that he's involved in. Um, but I, I just appreciate listening to and talking with somebody who is on the water. I mean, there's a big difference between hearing stuff and just posting a, a thought or whatever, making a decision on something, unless you're on the water, unless you're right there, it's, I don't think it's a fair way to, to, uh, be a part of, a um, commenting and, you know, I, I just think you gotta be on the water and, or at least living in the community where you're seeing it firsthand. So, um, Hey, we're short on time for this segment, but I want to give your information. I know beef and his grandson are yep. looking to come down there again at spring break. And, uh, we're talking about doing some, uh, fishing with you coming up in the spring. And we have a trip with you in our kids outdoor zone gala coming up May 6th. And, um, but if somebody wants to call you and get a, get a report and try and book a trip with you, what, what do they do? How do they do it? Well, they can call me at 361-319-0099. Can you say that one more time, Captain? Sure. 361-319-0099. All right, Captain Gordon Taylor. And uh, I appreciate your post on Facebook, too, because uh, it inspires me to take a little bit more time in the kitchen when I'm preparing dinner. Uh, so if you want to be inspired, Captain Gordon Taylor, your Facebook page is doing it. And, uh, and that's just the cooking part. That doesn't even include the fishing part. <laughs> All so, right. Captain Gordon Taylor, three, six, one, three, one, zero, zero, three, six, one, three, one, nine, zero, zero, nine, nine. And we'll put his information up a link to him on our Facebook on the outdoor zone, Facebook page beef. will get that for you. And Hey, don't forget McBride's guns, Austin family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer. They have a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, and modify your firearms. Looking for a personal carrier referral class. One place, McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. Hey, remember, uh, go to the OutdoorZone.com, and we'd love to see uh, pictures of what you're doing these days. And we'll post our own and maybe some Captain Gordon Something with bacon on the top. He's always got something bacon. So we uh, we want to do that. And coming up next is our PETA report. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Good morning, regulators. Howdy, howdy. If you're listening to the live radio show, radio broadcast, or if you're listening to our podcast 24-7, 365, we're on all your favorite podcast platforms. Just Google Podcast Quest, uh, the Outdoor Zone. If you want to Google something, Google this. Sun Automotive Service. 
Mechanicsgarage.com. That's right. Everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Automotive Service. Sun Automotive Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission service, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. It can be 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway at Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206RanchRoad.com. Make sure that you follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week at SunAutomotive.com. Sun Auto Service. SunAutoService.com. Hey, uh, thank you for that beef. We're getting you trained up, and it is a <laughs> I left one of the training. You sweat. <laughs> I left one of the training wheels on that time. Sorry, <laughs> boss. <laughs> well, you know those training wheels do have a limit on them. There, uh, a weight limit. So, hey, it's time now for the PETA report. <laughs> See? They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. You know, I was thinking about this, and this is kind of a brief overview to those folks who are, uh, who have $19 a month coming out of their checking account to pay for that puppy that was that they saw on their humane society commercial. Yeah. The one shaking and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And they, or they've got the, you know, hundred dollars a year that they donate to PETA and what it's, what it is, but they also love to go out to eat yeah. and whether it's veggies or, that incredible pair of leather loafers that they're wearing <laughs> or yeah. whatever it is, just, just a quick rundown here. And I know it's, uh, you hear this from us a lot, but we really are anti PETA, anti-humane society for good reason. I mean, we want people to really understand what this, what they're giving their money to. Well, it's kind of like you've been, they've been revealed, right? I mean, they're so good at marketing and people operate today off of emotion and not off of fact all the time, but let's run through just some quick facts and then, then we'll get onto another topic. But despite its deceptively warm and fuzzy public image, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA, donates to bond out criminal activists, including those jailed for arsony, ar- arsony, arson, burglary, and even attempted murder. Here's where your money for the Humane Society and PETA goes. PETA donated $1,500. This is just one example. Okay. PETA donated $1,500 to North American Earth Liberation Front, a criminal organization that the FBI classifies as domestic terrorist. Since 2000, rank-and-file PETA activists have been arrested over hundreds of times for breaking various laws during PETA protests. Charges include felony obstruction of government property, criminal mischief, assaulting a cabinet official, felony vandalism, 
performing obscene acts in public, Yikes. destruction of federal property, and burglary. <laughs> and PETA's leadership only openly advocates breaking the law. Their vegetarian campaign director, Bruce Frederick, encourages activists to commit arson against restaurants, medical laboratories, and banks. This is domestic terrorism. Right. Yeah. And this is and this is all like this is for that when he was saying that, that was from a, a podcast. That's recorded. It's on a podcast. It's out there. The FBI divides the terrorist threat facing the United States in two broad categories, international and domestic. International terrorist involves violent acts that occur beyond our national boundaries and are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or similar acts of violence committed by individuals or groups under some form or of foreign direction occurring within the jurisdiction of the United States. Domestic terrorism involves acts of violence that are violation of the criminal, criminal laws of the United States or any other state committed by individuals or groups without any foreign direction and appear to be intended to intimidate or coerce a civilian population or influence the policy of a government by intimidating or coercing and occur primarily within the territorial jurisdiction of the United States. During the past decade, the FBI has witnessed dramatic changes in the nature of domestic terrorist threats. During the past several years, special interest extremists, as characterized by Animal Liberation Front, the Earth Liberation Front, and related extremists, has emerged as a serious domestic terrorist threat. That's straight off the FBI website. Wow. So, yeah, just keep sending your money to the domestic terrorist support, burning down restaurants, farms, and stores. Just that, that's just keep doing it. That makes a lot of sense. So we just are urging people to go do a little bit of homework, right? It's not like we're, it, it, we're just, hey, go look at what this thing is all about. You peel back one little layer and you see what they're really doing is creating revenue for uh, the like you said, the underbelly of, of domestic terrorism here. Let's, let's just go cause havoc. So pay attention to what you're doing and where your money's going. Tell your money where to go. Um, hey, I think it's crawfish season. Man, I'm I seeing those boils the, everywhere. People are. I was uh, with the county yeah. sheriff last night at an event. And uh, he said, yeah, today I kind of overate it. My first crawfish bowl of the season. <laughs> I'm like, dude, where, you didn't call? I but, would have uh, to be in a hazmat suit and to stand oh, over there man. and watch you, man, because I got that shellfish problemo, you know? Oh, yeah, you can't do it, but that doesn't mean I can't do it for both of us. Ah, uh, okay. So if you get an invitation, you just pass it on to me. So you'll be eating on my I'll behalf. I'll represent. Okay. Why are you overeating, TJ? Because I got to represent beef steak. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beef portion of the. And okay. Hey, speaking of Shore Raw Barn Grill, and uh, they're doing some uh, crawfish stuff over there. You can always count on them to have the freshest, newest, uh, best, and um, Shore Raw Barn Grill. Short, serving up regional coastal cuisine combining flavors from texas louisiana and mexico uh they have live music 
almost every night and today they've got live music at their sunday brunch and then they'll have live music tonight you don't want to miss it what a wonderful place go sit inside there it's nice and warm have a nice uh, brunch with the wife with the fam uh have some fresh oysters homemade dessert homemade breads rick Wahlberg, jim schneider invite you to join them at shore located highway 71 west at covered bridge just west of the y and oak hill the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for all the details. Shoreatx for all the details. So, regulators, if you're out there and you're doing a crawfish boil, we encourage you to post a picture of you doing it. On our Facebook page. Yes. Come on. <laughs> or, or you can uh, put your Captain Gordon baked goods or catching a fish. You can also find out more about the Outdoor Zone on our Facebook page. But you want to hear more? The Armed Citizen Report is coming up next, and you're going to like this one because it's talking about the law enforcement agents and what they think about the Armed Citizen Report. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, Regulators. It is the Outdoor Zone. Uh, thank you for being tuned in. Find us on all your podcast platforms at theoutdoorzone.com. And you know, and you what, know else? what else? It is, it is Mr. Mr. TJ. TJ. Uh, it is Truck Month at GMC. You know all about that, don't you? You're going to ditch the fast talk and uh, the sticker scam and shop our Truck Month savings at Nile Maxwell GMC, where the price you see is the price you'll pay. Another term you'll see is called market adjustment pricing. What that really means is more profit for the dealership. That's not right. And we don't do business that way at Nile Maxwell GMC in Round Rock. Aftermarket options are available to you and will never be added prior to the purchase of your vehicle without the aforementioned consent. Go visit Tom Graman and his team of professional-grade experts who will take first-class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is the beginning of a relationship, not the end. Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock, or go online to nilemaxwellgmc.com. All right. Now it's time for your Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Okay. Regulators, here's the deal. We talk about this all the time. We read Armed Citizen Reports every week. We have two, three, four of them. We'll read them where a citizen protects their family or their belongings or a store owner protects their store from a dastardly deed happening. Somebody breaking in, somebody standing over them in the middle of the night over their bed, (laughs) uh, somebody kicking in their door, somebody trying to pull them out of their car. 
somebody smashing and grabbing into their store. Mm. And we talk about how um, the average citizen who now may or may not be in possession of a firearm um, protects himself from that. That's right. And Deterrent. you don't know what would happen after that. So, um, but so the question is, what do cops think about that? That's a good, that's I mean, a good subject. Do cops really, do they hate it? You know, you're t people will tell you that cops, cops hate it. They hate that you care. I've never ran into, I've never had that situation where a cop was anti personal carry. They have some ideas and some thoughts about it. But I've never met that rogue cop that just like was totally against at least the people that I'm with that are carrying. They don't have, they don't have a bad deal, but so, but even so, so they did a, a survey, 15,000 cops. They asked 15,000 cops who actually work the streets. These are street cops. They asked them, Hey, what? what do you really think? I mean, give us your opinion. You're the ones who are facing these people. You're the ones who are really in the heat of this thing. What do you think about it? And you, I, I'm not shocked by the numbers. I, I'm not thrown off said here's, uh, let me give you some of the numbers. More than 91% of respondents say it would either have no effect or negative effect in reducing violent crime. This is an overwhelming response by those whose job it is to actually deal with the issue on the front lines. 91% negative effect in reducing violent crimes. Oh, that's a pretty big deal. Interesting. 91%? 91% of respondents support the concealed carry of firearms by civilians who have not been convicted of a felony or yeah. physically or medically incapable. So 91%, they believe they are fine to do it. 86% feel uh, casualties would be reduced or avoided in tragedies like Newtown or Aurora if legally armed citizen was present. 80% said it would have been avoided altogether. 81% of respondents favor arming teachers and school administrators that are properly trained. So the cops out there, at least a big chunk of them from this survey of 15,000, they're pro uh, trained legal firearm ownership for the masses. Man, so if you want, we'll, we'll go ahead and post this. This is good enough. We'll post it on our Facebook. And during the week, you can check out what we're doing also uh, at the Outdoor Zone Facebook, or you can go to the theoutdoorzone.com. Coming back, we're going to talk about dirt, and we're going to have some final thoughts. Join us. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. You'll find it at farmranchstore.com. No matter if you own 10 acres or 10,000 acres, 
You need to know farmranchstore.com. From handling equipment, ranching equipment, to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Our suppliers' products come from the leading manufacturers, Prefert, Powder River, and WW Manufacturers, all of whom are trusted names in the industry. These products have met superior standards of safety and reliability, which means you can feel confident that you're getting the very best for both you and your animals, your farm and your ranch. Farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. A few days before he turned 80, he was sitting out back in a rocker. He said, what you been up to lately? I told him chasing a dollar and in between sips of coffee. He poured this wisdom out Said if you want my two cents I'm making a dollar count Buy dirt Find a way All right, Dirt die. Talk brought to you by friends Jill and Ann at BuyBassDropProperty.com Their passion for small town country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. If you need to sell that place in the big city, they can help you with that too. Jill loves getting to know their clients and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place. Ann's business law and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit. Nothing makes them happier than a happy client. Buy BassDropProperty.com and you better together so uh yes girls jill and ann uh out here in the bastrop fayette county area and <laughs> all the surrounding areas and i you know i travel a lot i see a lot of farmland i see a lot of countryside i have a, a lot of people that i talk to out there that are snatching up little five acre, seven acre, 17 acre, 11 acre pieces of dirt. And, um, you know, today the, the way that the, the world is going, it's really, we're in a really strange time, right. You know, yeah. with the, um, uh, with the potential of the market, uh, stock markets getting janky and, whether a dollar bill is worth a dollar bill. I mean, there's just so many parts and pieces to this whole thing that just, um, that are just kind of, kind of scary and freaky. And, but I can say that one thing that is a safe retirement or a safe investment, it's gotta be dirt. It's gotta be dirt. Because I've never, dirt never goes away. It's, it's always there. It's a safe place. And I don't know, I, I've always known, but ne haven't always owned dirt, but I have nephews and, uh, and family members who live out in the country and in Georgia and Alabama and, and even other places and when they're young they're encouraged to buy dirt i mean in their late teens early 20s it's like buy your piece of dirt you can build on it when you're ready but they'll mm. go off and buy four acres somewhere three acres or 11 acres somewhere it's just what they do 
And my, I have a, a nephew right now. He bought it when he was young. It was, he paid for it over the years. And, you know, he went out there and goofed around, killed a deer every once in a while. No, no big deal. But now he's building his forever home there huh. on so, his piece yeah. of dirt. Would you and, have, would you do things differently? Would you uh, have done oh it earlier? Gosh, if I only, if I had a, if I had a snagged the dirt opportunities back in the day, if I had been smart and didn't spend my money on the things that I spent my money on, <laughs> I would have bought dirt. Oh my gosh. Long time ago. Wow. That's you good know, one advice. acre here, 10 acres there, five acres, whatever. That'd have to be 350 acres. So but, back, back then it even seemed high though, right? I mean, well, when you were it's in it's always going to be it's always going to seem high. That's right. So you just have to go all right, in the long run in 10 years this is going to be one of those stories where thank goodness I did not pass that up. I sold I sold we sold our house, we sold our house in Austin a year ago. Prices last year went up 22%. Yep. Could have held on to it, made more money. Right. And I, I was talking to my older brother. He's a dirt guy. Yeah. I mean, he is a dirt guy. And he said, uh, you're going to buy it from somebody and they're going to make money on you. And then you're going to sell it and you're going to make money on that. And then some, whoever buys it from you is going to make money when they sell it. And so you never look back on dirt, always look forward, keep going. And, uh, and it may take a while for the investment to catch up. But I just think if there's ever been a time to have a piece of dirt that you could retreat to, <laughs> yeah, you know, I just like the idea of it. And, um, I've spent a lot of time years looking at dirt and the little bit that I know about it, the little bit that I've invested in has been the safest thing I've ever done. And, and, you know, and it's not like I've got some kind of organic farm growing out if the world goes to heck in a handbag that I can, you know, go pick tomatoes and, and apples. You haven't, you're not full on prepper yet. You're not full on well, prepper. I, you haven't de- buried that cargo. No, 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 no. The cargo container no, 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 underground. But I got, I can't hunt. Yeah. I can't provide meat for my family from my property. And I just got to find somebody who's got veggies so I can swap them a deer leg for a tomato or whatever it is. But anyway, I just think, you know, as young or old, I think learning about dirt and investing in, in the stock market, all that stuff, that's great. But there is no better investment than dirt. And, uh, and our girls, Jill and Ann at buybassdropproperty.com, they can help you. Look at it, talk about it, find out about it. They're so sharp. So uh, buybassdropproperty.com. Just get yourself a piece of dirt. Buy dirt. Doc, uh, oh, it's not buy dirt. What? What is there? What, what is our website? Uh, buybassdropproperty.com. Buybassdropproperty.com. Oh, so, man. Beef, give us your words of wisdom for the outtake. All right, words. I've been, I've been reading Mark Twain lately just seems to never go bad and one of the quotes he had was if you tell the truth you don't have to remember anything think about it 
What would the world look like living in truth? It's a beautiful life goal. We can Very always keep good. refining. Thank you, Beef. Hey, folks, this week we want to encourage you to get the kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds and trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Hey, we got coming up May 6th is the Kids Outdoor Zone Big Gala in downtown Austin. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com for more details. If you'd like to donate something or be a part of the auction, live auction, um, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry, in your church go to kidsoutdoorzone.com and we have two spots left for the summer camp boys 8 to 18 they can come to a week-long summer camp with us go to kidsoutdoorzone.com for all the details hey beef and i are both headed to church want to encourage you find a good bible-based church in your community somewhere shout out to cody ryan nicole and peanut Hi, Peanut. I'm glad you're coming home. Gramps can't wait to see you. And uh, we'll have more of the Outdoor Zone. Follow us on our podcast, on your favorite podcast platform as theoutdoorzone.com, uh, as the Outdoor Zone, or just go to theoutdoorzone.com and get all the information. Road Rash, thank you for getting here and getting the gate open for us. I think that's it for us, Beef, eh? Yep, we're done, man. Until next week. All right. Regulators, let's mount up. up. Survive. Country folks can survive.